Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. And we're off. Woo! Morning. Good morning. It's really coming, Tree. We're on the farmyard. We are. Oh, it's so predictable, isn't it? I don't know. I felt. I felt for it. I had such a good weekend in terms of uh, abstemiousness. Yeah. And then I just went for it. I just lost the plot a bit last night. It you was were really just saving weird. it up for later. Yeah, maybe. It's yeah. Tuesday. I think, yeah, because normally meeting on Tuesday, we're kind of safe. Yes. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's me, not you. Yeah. Oh, you can still appreciate the surroundings. We're in, uh, it's the first time of visiting our beliv- beloved uh, Clissel Park for many, many months. Yeah, it's a while, isn't look, it? there's the deer. Sorry oh, to nice. stop straight yeah, away, but look at them. They look well. Oh, dear. See what I did? So, was there any particular reason you were doing these celebrating? I don't know. I was trying to work it out with, with Rachel. We'd, we'd been, I think it was coming from quite a good place because we'd, we'd had a nice Sunday. We'd have gone to a barbecue at a mate's house, loads yeah. of kids there, really good fun. Yeah. And I'd restrained from getting too drunk then. I'd had a bit of a drink before the barbie, but then chilled out. Yeah. And I was kind of patting myself on the back. And then I, I drove uh, Bonnie to Bristol. Right. And that was quite intense, sort of six and a half hours, seven hours in a car. Yeah. And I think it was just, I had a really nice bottle of red wine left from the Sunday. Yeah. So we thought we'll just share that. Yeah. That old lie. You'll just share that bottle. Yep. And that one bottle of red wine will be enough for us because that's all we need because we're mature drinkers now. Yeah. So then I've got another. I don't know why you think that. (laughs) Have you ever heard this podcast? (laughs) (laughs) So then I got another bottle, which I managed to. The, the next bottle was a 12.5, which does make a difference. That's In huge. terms of percentage. You mean on the Richter scale? Yes. <laughs> yeah. oh, the bottle! But it does make a shaker! It does make a difference in terms of, like, a really, you know, deep 14 or 14.5%. <laughs> the, the difference to 12 is different. Yeah. And then I found myself... <laughs> <laughs> then I found myself, like, some sort of picaresque story... And then I realised after finishing that that we still wanted to keep drinking. I was going to say this, this <laughs> then, then qualification of twelve point five is a little bit negligible in this context. Yeah, because it gets you. 
it doesn't quite get you drunk enough. <laughs> um, and then I, I ended up doing something that I very, very, very rarely do. I haven't done in ages. Yeah. We shared a bottle of white wine. Right. And it was actually okay. Well, do you ever drink? Right, you know. Do you ever do. do you ever drink white wine? I, I drink white wine more often than I drink red wine. I never ever drink white wine. It's nice. Well, they're, they're, it's very different as well because, like, you know, the language. You know, you probably know it better with red than white wine. You know, the different uh, varieties are there. Right. And varieties. Yeah. Ones, right. They taste different. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, United. It's quite an exciting world. Yes. Yeah, it, it was. Uh, I find with wine in general, as someone who doesn't drink it all the time and likes a good one, um, that you've got to watch out for popular wines because they get mass-produced and the, and the quality goes massively down. Right. So it's always a little bit easier to drink something slightly obscure. Yeah. Because they've never bothered to mass-produce it, so it's probably slightly more considered. Do you know right. what I mean? Like a Chardonnay can be a wonderful thing, but in the supermarket... There are so many bottles of Chardonnay yeah, yeah, yeah. that you're quite likely to get a really boxed down each other. Yeah. We have this Pipoule, or whatever it's called. Pipoule. Pipoule. Pipoule, yeah. Pipoule de Pinot. And it was, uh, it was really nice. It was actually almost refreshing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I might... <laughs> so, that's, so that's dangerous. <laughs> There's a slight white wine snobbery at work here. There's a sense of... <laughs> Sense of amazement. It was almost like it was almost like a nice drink. It was like I was if drinking. You can imagine. It's like I was drinking pop or something. But yeah. I might start drinking more. This well, after your prosecco or your. It was a bit of a break. Prosecco adventures. Yeah, I do like prosecco. And also, it's less calorific than red, red wine, or so I've heard. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it was a bit of a. Uh, it was debauched, but also a small revolution. Yeah. Last night. You seem, but you seem okay. I mean, is that just you being brave, or you? No, no, no. No, my stomach's been absolute bits. And you ran here today, right? No, I didn't. No. Oh, you did. I drove. I'm parked up there. You're thinking about it. Yeah. So how's your running been? It's been okay. We we uh, we've got a little, we've got a bit of a story, haven't we? Yeah, we've got an to apology relate. to you, listeners, because at the weekend we went running without you. Yes. Sorry, guys. And we uh. But we'll tell you the story. Yeah, because we mentioned it. We mentioned it at the the end of last week's podcast, and it had the air of something that we often mention because we often make plans, and often they don't happen. Yeah, this one happened. Witness Strava. This actually happened. It's amazing. It's like someone drinking a glass of white wine. I suggested. I suggested to Rob, why don't we, why don't I book Parliament Hill? track for an hour or so and we can have a little 5k tear up on Saturday morning. Yeah. Rob said, yeah, that'd be a good idea. Well, it's and it was one of those throwaway timing. things. It, you know, it comes out in the podcast, but really just beautiful for me because as you know, I've been trying in my lonely um, uh, half-assed way to get my fast 5k's out on a Saturday. Yes. And just really wearing thin. Yes. So your timing was excellent for me. Yeah, but it felt when I said it that that, that might be at least 50-50 about whether or not it would happen or not. Yeah. But I think, but you did it, it, I think it, it was a little bit of light blackmail. You did it on the podcast so that we'd have witnesses. It, but it, it ended up happening. It was uh, for real. We booked it between ten and eleven, Parliament Hill. Yep. Um, Absolutely beautiful for you a know, very modest fee. Bottom of Parliament Hill, which is the best yeah. view over London, anyway. Yeah, it's um, lovely. It's you've lovely. got the old Lido and the old uh, 
sports track. It's almost, it's the most gorgeous posh bit of Orwellian architecture you'll see. So you've got these 1930s municipal buildings to help the people of London get their exercise. Yes. It's gorgeous, isn't it? Yeah, it is really nice. It's a lovely location. Lovely track. Are we running around the whole thing or are we just going to go let's straight the park. Yeah, let's okay. stay. Um, See all the, uh, the conkers coming in on the trees. Autumn's coming. Nice. So, yeah, sorry, Parliament Hill Fields. Yeah, and we, uh, we had a perfunctory little warm-up and we, and we did, uh, we set off on a kind of timed... 5k adventure, 12 and a half laps around the track. Yes. And, um, which is, I was saying afterwards online, which was really good. It's not actually, I think that technically it's not the first time we've been on the track, but in a very real sense, it was. Yes. I, I think every time I've been on a 400 meter laid out track, it's just been painted on the grass. Right. And B, we're talking PE at school and sports days. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? I've never been a, yeah, to intentionally a formal rudder in this way. To choose it like that. Yeah, and to go somewhere good. I mean, it's yeah. beautiful surfaces. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, springy, as they say. Yeah, you get a little bit of bounce on a synthetic truck like that. I felt almost like a real runner. You were a, a, a real <laughs> runner. And rather hilariously... We both set off way too fast, which was just... We were just like... I'm, even not if it's to, I'm not prepared to entertain that negative. I set off really fast. Yes. But, you know, I don't have a... I don't have a 5K pacing strategy. I yeah, set, set off as running as fast as I can and then try and hold on. Yeah, it's... So I'll uh, say very fast instead of too fast. Right. Although uh, the principle, you know, the, the reality is exactly the same, just different words. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I would say... We're going. Oh, all right, mate. Woo! Sorry, mate. <laughs> Was that me or the... Or the <laughs> Dog just tried yep. to take me out of the shins, not for the... Both the two of you, yeah. Not for the first time. Never, I can't ever remember tripping over a dog. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of weakly with you. <laughs> and as that dog said, and I quote... Yep, yep, yep. Yep, 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 Yeah, so we both... Thanks. I'll call it too fast, you call it fast enough. Yeah. We well, both you, set, we, we set so off at like six minute mile pace. Well, according to my phone, that is my fastest ever recorded mile. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, the first mile we ran was, or irritatingly, I was measuring my run, but I ran there. Right. So I haven't got the 5K measured as a single run. It's the last three miles of a right. seven miles there, which I paused. Okay. But anyway, the first mile from us running, which might have not been from the first, from our start point, yeah. was uh, six minutes and two seconds. Yeah, I mean, I, I went through bang on 5.59. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's 18.40 pace for 5k. Well, yeah, but we can, we can do that, right? We've done that. Oh, yeah, yeah. We can. Well, no, actually, no, that's a one minute faster than yeah. any, any park I've ever run. I was getting I mean, my 18s and 19s mixed up. It's, um, but no, it was really good fun. And, and we slowed, but it was good fun. It was a well, real I'll tell you a, a couple of things about it from my point of view. One, you know, that repetition, that repetition, that repetition, it really yeah. scares me. The 12 and a half times around the track. Although it's quite clever the way you do it, you, the way you do the 200 first. Yes. Because there is like a little gift to give yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you just got your you 12. You start counting until you've done the half. Yes, yeah, yeah, So yeah. that's good. Yeah. And then 12. And then, you know, the track was a real inspiration. That was a good thing for me. But I don't think I could do it often without freaking out. And you said afterwards, you said, oh, did you find that tough? I was like, yes, I did find it tough. But only as much as every... Fast 5k park run. Yes, yeah, yeah. Around my house is that's the nature of the run. Is it the whole thing is a psychological uh, ex- 
experiment in digging in. You know, yes. just don't, I didn't get in my other runs, really. Yeah, yeah, it is... Uh, I found it... I mean, I ain't done that for a long time. Yeah. We both... My, the, uh, the Garmin said... 1944 for 5k for me. Yep. And the, uh, but when I did 12 and a half laps, it was like 20 minutes and 10 seconds. So, so I'll take the Garmin. Yes. I'll take that. But yeah, we're out. We both round about 20 for the, for the 5k, wasn't it? Yeah, which, which is, is really nice. Really nice. And yeah. I think that, like you said, was it bad? I, was, I could remember like just slogging that dozen laps and thinking, how do I doing this? This is a nightmare. And then the next day, I was thinking. We should go back and do a 10k on the track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I was. It's amazing how quickly it, it went. I was back thinking to more. Thing. I was thinking more. Maybe do a, few, a couple of sessions and then try and, and then just do a mile or something. Yeah. Um, I think I'd find. I think. I think I would find 10k pretty hard work on a track actually. Yeah, and so would I. I don't know what I was thinking, but yeah. I was thinking it. The other thing is, and this is worth saying. A, in a beautiful pure way, but B, just to head it off. There's always this sense, sometimes people are, compare me and you running. It's a real luxury for me that you're just faster than me. And I mean this, you know, it's like... But not, not by much. Not though. by much, and it's yeah. such a luxury. <laughs> yeah. If we both run well, then there's this kind of... You're just the perfect pacer for me. Yeah. Because there's no way I'm going to catch you. But if I'm in the same realm... Then I'm doing myself justice. You know, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. I, mean? I like mean, I mean, to be fair, and I did mention it at the time. We we ran that first mile, sort of bang on six, and you were in the second lane for most of it. Yeah, well, because you're a bit nervy about being close to people. Social whatever. distancing was an issue. I was aware that I was adding meters. But that's like that's adding that's ten meters a lap. It's yeah. not nothing. Yeah. Um, I think it's only it only adds on the bends though, doesn't it? Hey, wait a second. Is this open? No, it's not open now. Absolute tragedy. It opens at 12 because people only need it between 12 and 9. Okay. Damn it. Okay. So, uh, yeah, so a very exciting experiment. And I did, I still don't know. I, I basically do think it was, uh, you know, that running to the park run is probably, if in rough terms, which is going to be a faster park run. For me, yeah, is a week when I've done a lot of running. Right, and that was very much last week. I did loads of running last week, and I ran to meet you on uh, on Saturday's run. I ran over Hill and Dale, you know. Right, it was my those three miles we ran were the 40th to 43rd miles in a 47 mile week. Yeah, that's great. And the uh, that's great. Seventh to eleventh, eighth to eleventh miles on the day, you know. So. And I had another fast one, so it was a really good week for it, really. Yeah. Because I went out on Thursday and ran to Victoria Park and back and just got set a pace. And uh, in my head, I thought I was, might be doing 8.15, maybe 8.30. But it was more uh, 7.45. That's great. And I held it, you know, for whatever yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. eight miles. And, uh, and it felt good, you know, I could feel it, but I could do it. And it wasn't like that's interesting. I was thinking just then because that's still a tempo run. It's not the same I as think a tear up, is it? I, I, I think that's. I think that's sort of on offer for us, for you, over the summer. Should you want it, maybe every couple of weeks, going on the track, yeah, and doing some kind of either long intervals or little time trials, testing it a bit. Somehow. Yeah, so that when you get, when you return to park runs, yeah. You'll be just you'll be just bang at it. Hey, 
<laughs> Sorry. <laughs> all right, all good. <laughs> I like that you're whispering. They can only hear me. <laughs> all good though, right? Sorry to disturb. Yeah, so, so that when oh, you... It's a shame. That's my friend, uh, um, Liz, who I haven't seen for months. And, uh, right. And uh, we never... We always meet by accident. <laughs> and you just have. Yeah, yeah. So could be another two years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it's... Um, I thought she's been on quite the podcast, but she had a baby. She's got the baby, yeah. <laughs> anyway, go on. Yeah, so that, when, so that if, if you get that, just that extra awareness of, of speed and the difference between a sort of steady effort when you've ran there and a kind of warm-up on fresh legs and really go for it. Yeah, yeah, Do you know yeah. what I mean? Just that. And I think you'll be surprised by how fast you are because I think you're faster than you think you are. Well, I think, you know, you know me, it's always a little dance between kind of slightly hiding the process from myself. Yeah, 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 fair enough. Uh, because I have been training pretty hard and I'm trying to go fast. Yeah. But what's interesting is I think one of the reasons I was really, got my head down last week and the timing of your let's go to the track was so perfect for me was... That I've not just been uh, working on my book, but I've been kind of editing a bit. So, you know, reading quite a lot of it at once. Right. Kind of basically hovering around over my whole running career. Yeah. And you know what that means? I yes. keep reading stories about... Fast running. Fast runs. <laughs> yeah. And think, well, I did it then. Yeah, yeah, but I... And, and I can't help it. You know, I'm, I'm basically competing with myself in a really kind of pure way. Yeah. You know, because I think... I think it's like a third place. If you start with initial naive speed, yeah, and then go with kind of injury knowledge, running commentary, gradually rebuilding of fitness. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you get to this third place where I kind of can put the two next to each other and get a comparison, you know? Like, I think that on the one hand, I doubt I'll match, and you've, you've got experience with this because it's like your story in a different time frame. Yeah. I doubt I'll match my some of the PBs I got, but on the other hand, I think I can get faster than I have been in a while. And when you're actually working on that, that feels almost oxymoronic, doesn't it? It's like I'm definitely getting slower, but I think I can get faster. I actually you know think. What I, mean? I think that. What's your PB for 5K? Um, 1935. I think you can get very close or beat that quite Yeah, I reckon I can get under 20 again. No, yeah, yeah. Did you see that absolute baller there? That guy skateboarding in in the middle of... In the middle of massive traffic, just right through the middle. Nice Right through the middle of it. He's a a definite player. No, but I, I, I... I was running with you, I'll be honest. And we're setting off. And you looked comfy at six-minute mile pace. And obviously, you weren't. But I'm saying with your form, you didn't look under stress. Yeah, you want to just keep that going. You didn't look... Well, I wasn't, spr- I wasn't sprinting. Do you know what I mean? No, no, I absolutely not. I was trying not. to find a good, fast rhythm. Absolutely not. I was, I was surprised by how fast we were going because I was basing it looking at your form sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And you, I, th- I think uh, you can get faster over 5K and 10K. Yeah. If you want to. Well, that's interesting because when I was saying it just then, I wasn't thinking. I was thinking much longer. Yeah. I was thinking of half marathons and marathons, and these are the times I don't think I'll match, but I do think I can match. I can get on the high side of my averages, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think these short, shorter distances are sorry, where 
to look at that, you know? Yeah. Because I like it. I just like finding it again, finding that, uh, finding the tempo run, you know, running along at a good pace and yes. holding on to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did watch you ahead of me on that track, and it's just amazing. I was just wondering exactly how objective my own view of this was. I'd almost like to see a film of it or get someone else's opinion. Because <laughs> you're definitely, obviously, provably going faster than me. And yet, it just looks like you're strolling. Your bum. And I, mean, I feel like I'm hammering. <laughs> you know I mean, how much longer than my legs are his? But that's like... La, 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 no, but that's, 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 pu- that's pure projection. Yeah, I think so. Because I was, oh, you know, I was suffering and trying to... And I, I, I thought... Lovely. Oh, look at this. Sorry, Coots on the nest. Nice. Just as a nice family there looking at that swan. We've just come to the um, West Reservoir. And there's some lovely birds here. It's cute to that ridiculous spiky yellow hair around their heads. Don't know why they have that. It's like nature's trick. Sorry, yeah, so... You well, no, I thought... I'll be honest, I thought... You've set off way too fast. I'm just going to pull further and further away. And I'll finish at least half a lap ahead of you. That's what I thought. Yeah. And that did not happen at all. You held me like 50, 60 metres ahead constantly, and that was it. Yeah. That yeah. was as far as I got. Well, yeah, exactly. That, you know. From my point of view, when we set off, you know, I wasn't doing. I didn't overtake you in any. I didn't decide to overtake no, you. No, 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 no. Do you know what I mean? I set off at my run, and I was like, oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I knew as I did it, I thought, he's got more experience than me. He's going to come back. You know what I mean? But yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. But going, and we'll see what happens. And then, like you say, I knew in my soul that A, I could finish in my soul. You know, within, like you say, within the sort of 100 metres or so of you. Yeah. And B, that that I would have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, it's like, that's the first. You're stronger than me. You're running more miles than me. Ah. So you're going to be stronger towards the end of a race than I. Do you know what I mean? You've got that in your. I'm doing 25 mile weeks. I'm a little bit. Stiff and my back, etc. You are doing more, and that's that's when it that's when you feel it, you know. It's interesting. It's an interesting distance, isn't it? We've talked about it before a long time ago, but going back to it now, a mile, you know. Yes. Go flat out for a mile. It's just not nothing, and yet you want to be able to access so much speed. Yeah, that's a th- that's the thing about it. It's, I was thinking about that because because my you know I, I ran a mile in five thirty-five yeah. a few years ago. And we did it bang on six at the start of a 5K, not really trying very hard. Yeah, and this is a, a speed that, I, 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 you know, it seems mythical to me. Yeah. I, I, I talk, you know, sometimes when I'm really fit and going really fast, I sit off and do a 6.45. Yeah. So the idea of, watch out the bike coming down, the idea of doing um, six is like, I, kn- I know I've done it in my time, but it was like I was going downhill, it was years ago. But, you yeah, know, yeah. so for that to happen in 2020 on the flat... It's quite something. Without really trying. Yeah. But what I'm saying is that you'd do well if we, if you arrived on fresh legs and we did, uh, and we really went for it, we'd both do well to get anywhere near 5.45. Yeah. Because the margins are so tight. Yeah, right. So if you did, say we did that, sorry, this is getting very running technical. No, but we, d- we did the first lap in like, say, bang on 89, 90 seconds. Yeah. That six-minute mile pace. What's a mile on the track? Four laps. Four laps. So 5.40 pace is like 85 seconds a lap. Right. But you do the first lap in 85 seconds. 
you feel really quite tired. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> just that, that five seconds it's makes sense. It's more of that wisdom, isn't it? No, no, but no, but I'm saying you is because you start to get a bit of lactic at that yeah. point. Yeah. So it's the difference of like two or three seconds is the difference of like real heavy legs or not. You yeah, know? and I think you're absolutely right. It's, there is a f- biological technical reason for this, and in the much wider me not knowing, trying not to think about it, summer of training, I keep reminding myself. And this is also interesting in terms of running huge distance, like running ultras and getting the mileage up, is that the thing that really tires one out, the thing that makes you feel like you've done enough and you're going to ache and need to go to bed and stuff, is not distance running, it's fast running. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's always the fast 5K, the fast 10K that you know you've done Yeah. um, 36 hours later, you know? Yeah. Because of what you say, because of lactic acid. Yeah. Because of what you're asking of your muscles. Here we go, here we go. They basically Cheers. have a different pattern of recovery after Yes. That. And it's really interesting. So let's see. I We assume that this is still shut. Yeah, I reckon it is. It was quite Is it still recently. shut? Oh, uh, thanks. All oh, right, thank okay. You. Did you hear that 15th of July that was? What, 15th of July is reopening? That's like... That's like That's tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. So should we wait? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. What a shame. Here you go. Tonks is just going to wait. It's just going to wait. It will be wetlands. 15th of July. Okay. Said, wait, wait there for a day. He's not. He's going. Well, that'll be nice anyway. That'll be really nice when it reopens. Oh, it'll be good to be back. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's on Wednesday. Wetlands. Yeah. That's on Wednesday. Yeah, so I did that Saturday morning. I had fun. And then I had a bit of a game of football. On Saturday afternoon with mates, it was a mate's birthday. We got the game of football, God, and that really—that re- that really messed me up. Yeah. It's about two years, and I st- I'm still feeling it now. Yeah, my core is just a com- just completely wrecked. Yeah, so that's a little bit disappointing. Did five miles yesterday. That's about it. How about you? Did you? So you 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 went out and did a few on Sunday? No, no, I didn't run on Sunday. Right, yeah. I didn't do anything on Sunday. So yeah, this is my yeah uh, uh, day off. Like no plank either, because at the moment. The regiment is up in the mileage a bit. Yeah. With 30 as the base. Right. I'm trying to get to kind of trying to get to 50 on a week, and when I do, I'm going to have a taper week afterwards, a little recovery yeah. week. Nice. And I think I'll do that this week. So I did 47 last week with quite a lot of pace. Right. So I think I'm just without any pace or any planned pace. I'm going to try and rack up. 30 miles till Thursday. Right. And then uh, go out and run 20 miles on Saturday. Wow. And that'd be a 50 mile week. Wow. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. that's basically been climbing up week on week. Yeah. And then the other things I do week on week is three times a week, I do all my stretches and exercises, which is a shed load of push ups, a load of stomach crunches. Right. And just a full body set of stretches, which I do. Nice, nice. Over, a, you know, I, I put the time in and do it right. And I really, yeah. it's, got, it's become. It's good how strict I've been about it because I can really tell when I've done it. And I can tell the difference between doing it twice and three times and stuff. You know, right. I tried to go up to four times. Um, but it was amazing how difficult that was considering. Just too much. I always find the time and effort to do it three times. Right. No, I just do it one more time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah. <laughs> yeah, you probably found your limit there. Three is yeah. probably enough, yeah. And similarly, I've stayed with the planking. And, you know, the, the competitive obsessive head on me wants to go further with planking but you just don't need to plank it's just not a particularly healthy exercise right. to plank more and more and more minutes right. I would do better to introduce side planking or introduce why is reps it not, 
uh, healthy. I just think you, it was start to cost. You sort of overload yourself. Other stuff, you know, because right. you're not really supposed to. I don't think that planking for for many many minutes is. I don't think a trainer would say do that. Right. Okay. They'd say do reps. Right. Do do do. Do side planks. Several. Do side planks. Do several batches of quite a long plank, but you, you know, and then rest and repeat. But I do the long plank. That's kind of psychological training for hanging in there, you know. Right. Anyway, so I do that. So I know that I can do longer. I've done my plank record is longer, but I've sort of. St- oh, here we go, more babies. Oh, no, look at this. I'm just getting a picture. Look at the duck gang. It's like your dog. Quick, there they go, right past. I think that must be the second batch of the year, but they still look a little bit teenage. They're waiting for the, for the wetlands to open. Yeah, they're allowed in, I think. Are they? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mallard ducklings, they were. Beautiful. Look Very at all nice. this lot. Look at all this mob here, mate. Oh, what are they? They've got white throats. I don't know what they are. These are coots. I don't know what right. these two are with the white ne- necks. Wow. They might be... Just mallards. Just out of town. Across something else. Of and there, look, there's a rat. Come in. And there is a big rat. <laughs> it and might now be a water rat. A rat. So that is that a rat after the... Does, does the rat chase the birds? Yeah, I think... Chase, chase the ducks? No, I don't think that rat's going to eat the coot. The coot is the same size as the rat. Look, the coot's gone scary. It's got its wings up. This is proper... That's good. This is like a nature program. That's fantastic. The coot gave the rat sod off wings just when you were asking about it. The coot it. gave him bad eyes. Let's see if we can get... <laughs> rats. <laughs> Sick of it. You see the way that coot went? It was really that good. That coot really railed the answer. Basically, the, the rat was heading for the coot, which is an awful <laughs> The rat's still there. Still Sorry, listeners. And, uh, <laughs> and the coot's about the same size as the rat. And Paul's slightly that, concerned what you, what you coot's going to get eaten. The and the that. coot just stood up and put his wings out of the back like, Wait, yeah, mate. Say, Easy, me. He basically did the coot equivalent. me, getting him at ease. <laughs> yeah, putting your arms out wide. Yeah, whoa. Wee. Whoa. <laughs> that was and excellent. And the rat thought, I'll give that a swerve. Yeah. Hello, mate. It's just yeah. going past. Uh, it's just having a channel. Possible altercation between rat and a coot. Oh, it's famine and uh, avian uh, conflict. Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah, uh, simpsons. Uh, 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 temporary fucker between uh, different species. I've no, the species was armed, but the coot <laughs> was uh, using his wings in a threatening manner. Aggressive uh, manner. Uh, listen, learn to <laughs> never provoke a coot. Listen, learn vis-a-vis uh, rat behaviour. <laughs> Don't rat the coot's cage. <laughs> Important to keep up with that police work. Yeah, yeah. Detectives out and about. Yeah, my 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 core is just just from the football. Oh, that's what. You won't know this, but uh, well, you know that I've had operations. I've had two hernia operations. Yeah. So there must be a limit to what I can do with that. Oh, I mean, in terms of like. So is that what's hurting? You, you, you're worried yeah, you've re-herniated? Sort of, well, no, it's sort of like... The area the area where I had the hernias is, is weaker. Yeah, um, and will always be. And will always be weaker. And it's just working out to what extent I can make that stronger through exercise, you know. And the way I'm doing that is by doing absolutely no exercise. Well, football in particular, really stressing what's it. good about it is it's so jazzy. You don't know <laughs> what exercise you're going to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. left, right and centre, over here, over there. I, I, I mean, I mean, I'm absolutely, partly because of no experience. What does it say? You can jail the revolutionary, but you can't jail the revolution. Like it. Like it. Nice. Like that one. Good poster. It is a good poster. I'm having that. We're just crossing the Seven Sisters Road going from uh, one stretch of the... Uh, Little canal. It's funny to note, isn't it, that it's just a thousand people in Clissold Park, but the moment you get... Oh, someone coming through, watch out. All right, sorry. Sorry. 
Um, and yet you get onto these uh, and towpaths and uh, no one's here. There's, l- there's less people than yeah. there would be. There's Ali Pally. I said last time I saw it from here, I missed it so much. But you've taken me there since. So. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you're feeling the. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's the area. As I say, I, I'm, I'm working out how much whether exercise can help me there. Yeah. Through a process of doing absolutely no exercise. <laughs> yeah. And really, and, and really stressing it with football. I just got dragged in. I haven't played you for have years. Do you remember when time and passes that it. you know that it is, even if you're hurting it, you're hurting. Scarring, you're not hurting the actual thing. You know yeah, what I mean? It might right. be weaker. It's like, for example, I can still get pain in my ribs where I cracked them, but but they're not cracked. Yeah, yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's where it's where it was. And yeah, I'll have to. Uh, but I know you mean. I'm saying that about all the planking. That's the other thing. Is when I do the planking all week long, just every now and again, uh, it's like it's like a high belt, you know, bottom edge of my rib cage. Right. And I'll just uh, get up and do something vaguely unusual, you know, like if I'm sitting half recumbent and I sit up you know like the kids would say oh can we get some more water I say yeah I'll get it uh! yeah <laughs> <laughs> you're just going to sit up yeah and sure everything. no problem ah! someone else is going to have yeah. to go <laughs> but my wife has uh, um, started joining in with the planking right and we finish at the same time she's upping her time yeah but you know she's not on five minutes at the moment so I watch the clock and say you know, it's coming up to join in. And the hilarious thing about it is, it goes back to that thing I say about using music to time it and stuff. And distraction from the physical task of doing all these exercises yeah. you're talking about. You know, my five-minute plank is based on great five-and-a-half, six-minute songs. Right. And the idea is you put one on, you put the timer on, but then you just listen to the song Yeah. for as long as you can before you even think about the holding on or anything. Yes, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if, if you start looking at the time early on in the plank, you, oh. can, you can be struggling after 20 seconds. Oh, from the first moment you look, it's a nightmare. Yeah. You know, and the funny thing is with my wife getting on board, it's, uh, it's exactly that. You know, but I, look, I looked at it yesterday, Yeah. and I thought I'd done about three minutes, and I'd done like one and three quarters. Right, right. I was oh, my God. Yeah. And this listening to a song... Doing a plank that I've been doing without looking at the clock, without any trouble at all, and suddenly it's a nightmare. Just don't look at the clock. Yeah. There's another reason the treadmills are so bad. Yes, yeah, yeah. Never yeah. look at the clock. But you want to know. That's the great balance of the thing. So this is this is a lovely bit, isn't it? This. It's gorgeous, yeah. All the reeds have grown up. Yeah, that's beautiful. In the, there's more babies. Yeah, really nice. And, uh, yeah, over Ali Pali up there. But we're looking at it over the top of these reeds that have grown to more than head height on yeah, the canal. Beautiful. Just as we it feels really wild. Follow the canal around to yeah. the Green Lanes, there's baby something in the thing going weak. It just feels really, really wild. And yet, we're, and yet we're right near high rise. Yeah, Flats in the States and on the edge of Finsbury Park. Yeah, and just near Sainsbury's. And it's gorgeous. Haringey Green Lane. It's absolutely gorgeous. It's yeah, it's brilliant. Although I did, I um, my wife went out on a bike to go and see a friend up in Finchley the other day. Right. And I said, oh yeah, go that way. You know, there's some cut-throughs, but you'll have to take the main road that bit there. She's a really good cyclist. She used to teach cycling, you know, so right. she's a proper cycling professional. She knows what she's doing, yeah. But anyway, I got to here. And I saw a young woman knocked off a bike on green lanes. Did you really? And it was awful. Me and oh, I see. Oh, my God. I basically asked a total stranger who clearly was just looking like I was. 
just saying, is she all right? Is she all right? Because I just needed him to say, yeah, she's fine. She's definitely right. fine. With my strangers yes. looking at it from 200 yards away, doctor skills, yeah. I can tell you, Rob, that that young woman is going to be absolutely fine. Yeah. It's pretty upset. Yeah, that's tough to see, isn't it? It's difficult with running and cycling and getting people, people getting out there, you know. Yeah. Cycling in particular. Not least because people cycle, uh, you know, cheekily, people drive angrily. Yes, And yeah. they forget what's at stake. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's ultimately, the thing. That's, that's, whatever that's, side of the argument you are on socially, whether you're a kind yeah. of, uh, cyclist or a, a driver and that, whoever's irritated you, you come up against the fact that the driver is in a one-ton Yeah, yeah, box. completely. And the cyclist is just there. And, it, and it's one of those scenarios where... It <laughs> It takes a collision like that sometimes to just remind everyone. It's like, it's, there's a shockingness to it, isn't it? It's yeah, absolutely yeah. shocking. Yeah. And the same way, the way the, you know, when you see youngsters on bikes and mopeds zipping maybe down the pavement or like through traffic and stuff. Yeah. And you want to say, I know I sound like a real, a real granddad, but you just sometimes you want to say, remember, it's not a computer game. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, but that is worth saying. Yeah. Because they do perceive it as such. Yeah, that's yeah. What it's, that, that's the rhythm, yeah. the, you know, that's where that rhythm comes from, that kind of weavy backwards and forwards yes. deliveroo thing. You can see why that might feel cool. Yeah. But there's too much at stake. Yeah. So, yeah, it was just here. We're crossing green lanes into uh, good old Finsbury Park. Good old Finsbury Park. Hey, Finsbury. Hey. Approaching Finsbury Park. Perimeter over. Um, nice, uh, quite good conditions today, hey, grey and cool. Yeah, it's really I nice. I was in yeah. here, in really, last time I ran this side of Finsley Park. Yeah. It's boiling. Right. Boiling hot weather. Yeah, it is. Which nice. is good, good, te- you know. Again, it's not really, it's, it's about learning about it, isn't it? Because I think you're a natural hot weather runner and you love it. Yeah, I like it with the heat, yeah. Because I like it cold. Right. But it's been really good this summer. To find a new relationship with the heat, you know. Yeah. Run slow. It's a, it's a mileage thing, really. It's about distance. You know, there's a few people here, but not as busy. No one here is busy. No. It's a funny old thing because people can, because people aren't quite as uh, uh, vaguely forbidden to go to the park. Yeah. They, no, they can go. They don't go. You now, Hackney Marshes. It's deserted again now. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Continue. And partly because the weather's not as nice. But yeah, I think yeah. if, there were, if tomorrow's a really sunny day, when you went to Hackney Marshes, there still wouldn't be many people there. Yeah. Whereas two months ago, it's dotted like a picture book, wasn't yes, it? Yes, it was, yeah. Um, the other thing about sort of feeling the moment, not looking at it straight, surprising the fast mile, whatever it might be, the difference in our speeds yeah is you know a lot of cat t-shirts and cat t-shirts cat posters and bumper stickers yeah will tell you to live in the moment you know yeah and it's true you it's a really good way to try and be and i find with running it's very difficult when i'm trying to do it right yeah and when i'm trying to use my you know actually think about what i'm doing really want to be thinking about what I'm doing at that moment in time. Yeah. And I always find myself thinking, thinking ahead. Right. You know, think about yeah. the next lap. Right. Or the next mile point. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. How yeah. I'm going yeah. to feel. 
and it's yeah. just not useful. Yeah, no, it's not particularly, no. <laughs> Try to relax with the pain, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I think I can only do thinking ahead and not thinking about it. Thinking about it, but being in the moment is... Yeah. It's the quest. Yeah. And I don't think I'm close to it yet. The kind of... I think the idea of not thinking about it is good if you can, isn't it? Yeah. Flowing with it. But it's easier said than done. It's also... You just get better through the repetition. Yeah, and through the repetition. Yeah. You want to just do that. The more and more, the more and more, more and more you do it. Yeah, the more repetition. Yeah. <laughs> the more repetition you have, the more repetition. I was running with old... Uh, Gavin Evans from the club, who's done, uh, Lovely, Gavin. we've done a podcast as well with him, and he's he's sixty, and he's doing these speed runs, yeah. and he just clocks in, and he's just away. He's just so much faster than me. What's a speed run? What's, what's the well? It's like it's answer? like it's like long reps. So we'll do like two minute repetitions and have thirty seconds and do another one sort of thing. Yeah, it's sort of like what we did, but it's just. He just chunk it down into into intervals. Yeah, yeah. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. He just, uh, it's nice to see the, see the lads just playing basketball. It's quite a nice little scene here, isn't it? Yeah, it's good. Everyone's These chilling. courts are new. Are they new, are they? Course, yeah. yeah, they're nice, man. Yeah. I really like it. Just fins, we're just at Finsbury Park. Just by the track, which is starts reopened as well. Yeah, what's the track like in there? That's where I lost the dad's race, which comes under my. I've never been on the track. It doesn't. It no, that, that the, the track at Finsbury's lovely. I mean, it's really it soft red like the one. We're yeah, on. yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's just a synthetic track. That's all that is. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I was saying about, about Gavin. He's sixty, and we get off. We have to do these things, and he just charges off at the front. Yeah. And he, you know, we did like, I did like eight two and a half minute reps last week and on a Tuesday and he did ten he did the last two I pulled away after eight and he's just char- he's just chomping on the pain yeah, yeah. and the speed of it and he's been doing that for 20 years yeah. and I suppose and in a way even though physically theoretically it's taxing if you crack the psychology of it 
that's not going to leave you, you know? Yeah, yeah, totally. He's like we've talked about it. So often I think... I'll just go there and see if yeah, it's Yeah, have a look. It looks open to me. Um, often I think that what I'm trying to do is nothing to do with what my body can do. <laughs> it's all to do with what I can ask of it. Yeah, the... It, the, that's, the why, that's why, I mean, there was, a, you know, not to be too... To reopen that can of worms. And that's what the running hangover conversation, you know, it's basically finding a way of numbing the psychological end of things. Yes. So you can get physical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, uh, people saying, I'm going to get drunk so I can run with a hangover. It's like, we really <laughs> don't want to be <laughs> seen to encourage that kind of behaviour. I'd be amazed if it's oh, open. I think you'd be lucky. That's crazy. Oh, Never mind. Well, Never mind. It's all right, we'll move on. Do you want, uh, do you want a d- disappointed shot? We c- I can send it to Hackney Council. Just stand in front of the toilet door and clench. Uh, comedian scene looking pitiful outside the toilet. Uh, <laughs> uh, may cause. Uh, it's like, how can Clissel Park do it, but Haringey can't? Yeah, but what, I think what is I, we said this before. I don't think Clissel Park was based on anything other than the fact that Clissel Park was so full of people that but the risk of effluvia spilling out into the rest of London was, yeah, was yeah. very real. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's that sort of. Yeah, it's the mind, isn't it? It's, yeah. the, it's the. It's overriding. It's the central governor conversation. Yes. It's overriding the the emergency signals, the yellow lights. Yeah. yeah. And it's definitely you know, and it, talking about it now. At the time, you know, you do a run and think, "Oh, I'm disappointed with myself. Yeah. Didn't do this. I didn't do that." It's nice to talk about it now and with a bit more objective eye and realise that if you're battling with it, you're onto something. Right. If you can see your body kind of under there. Available for more, right? But you can't access it. You're going in the right direction, aren't you? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If that's what you want, I mean, yeah. That's the f- interesting thing about this summer for me is I feel like I've pulled in both directions. Right. Do you know what I mean? I feel like I've got better at running slower and running faster. Right. Just by stretching it out a bit. Yeah, that's great. See, that's a squirrel, not a rat. Right. It's not that much difference, but it's no, the happier side, that. isn't it? Um, but I did, yeah, start thinking about, I'd love to uh, do another 10K. Yeah. I missed uh, trying to get my wife to say next year do the Shoreditch 10k again and she should do it because it's nice and local to us and specifically yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. zigzags and loops around the streets that we've been running in the lockdown you know yeah so, that's good fun but the great thing about a 10k a bit like you taking me to the track is it's whilst not being having the magnitude of a half marathon or a marathon yeah in a 10k event I will access minutes more pace or less pace, however you want to describe it, than I would if I just go out on my own. Yes, yeah, 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 of course. You know, the event will just do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a park run, obviously. But yeah. But you see, about the difference between a 10K and a park run is that a uh, park run, a 10K is, is twice as far as a park That's run. That's it, it's twice as long. You've got, re- you've got to always remember that. Yeah. There's no point getting to the 5K and thinking, I've done it. No, I'll send you around again. Because you've you've only yeah. done some of it. In fact, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you've only done half, half of that. Yeah. So should we go out there and do the? Yeah, but let's get on the Gillespie. Yeah. Uh, Gillespie Nature trail thing. Nature yeah. trail. So we've been round the edge of uh, 
Finsbury Park. Nice to see it, nice to investigate. Yeah. Basically, we wanted to come to all our local parks and see what's still closed. Yeah. And the answer <laughs> yeah. is Woodbury Down yeah. Yeah. Reservoir yeah. and all the toilets. So, oh, the uh, Wood- Woodbury is opening. Tomorrow. On, on Wednesday, yes. Yeah. Which is nice. That's good. So, yeah, but, uh, but having said that, the uh, the thing about the old park run, the old 5K, 10K thing, it's amazing how close to your f- best 5K time you can get in the first 5K of a 10K, yes. isn't it? And, and that, that sort of, what I mean, we're sort of having a bit of a clumsy conversation about pace here, and that's sort of what I mean about the difference between a 90-second lap for a mile race or an 85-second lap. Yeah, it's yeah. massive. Oh, it's it's huge. really huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because more than you, five seconds. Because where you make the time is not where you... Uh, <laughs> And, that, and then that, that ties in with my inability. It's a double negative, but I'll stay with it. My Don't inability then. to not go off too fast. Right. You know? And I've looked at... I've been reviewing this. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I've always known that you're not supposed to go off too fast. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But equally, I've always tried to run based on gut rather than... Yeah, watch. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. I know what you're saying, yeah. And uh, even at my very fastest... I've always gone off fast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe sometimes with a little, with a kind of nod to control. Yeah, I think... But it's really the difference between going off much too fast and going off a bit too fast. Yeah, 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 I've yeah. never yeah. held anything back and, and accessed you it later. And I'm not saying it can't be done. I'd be interested to try and find some, it. Some, yeah. It, yeah. The negative split brigade. Some runners do it. Yeah. I think it's crucial at the start of a marathon. Yeah, but I was... Uh, d- but even then, you set off, even then you set off slightly too fast, but... Yeah, and You've I got think the, the negative split, again, it's not a... Uh, this will get us into something else I wanted to talk about as well, because it's true what you say. Negative split can really work. But from what I've seen... Yeah, I've never... I've done it myself. It's, it's not a shortcut. It's not a trick. No, you know? yeah, yeah. And I think that for every excellent runner who makes a carefully delivered impressively trained for negative split yeah. part of their fantastic PB attempt. There's several runners who get to the halfway point in an event, run really fast yeah. <laughs> for a bit, and yeah. then think, wait a minute. He's oh. more sort of controlling that first half of, mar- of a marathon, isn't it? It's yeah. like, like when I was trying to beat three hours, I went through the first half in about 88.30. And that's, that's about right, because you're going to slow a little bit in the second half anyway. Yeah, you just yeah. are. It's managed atrophy. And also, did you, did you have that figure in your mind? I mean, how yeah, I ha- targeted I had, was that? I, had a num- I, I thought I need to go through between 88 and 89 minutes. Yeah, okay, so that's immaculate. Yeah, but, if, but if I, the difference between 88.30 and going through in 87.30 could have been could've quite calamitous. It could have changed, changed yeah. the race, you know? Equally, this is something I want to work with in future marathons because I used to literally not be able to run much slower than I ran. Right. So when I got my fastest marathon time, I faded towards the end. Yeah. But not much. Right. And every time I got slower ones than that around, then it involved walking. Right. It's only this last couple of times I've run marathons where I've run all the way and slowed to kind of 
whatever, something to kind of 11 minutes rather than something to eight and a half minute, half, right. nine yeah, minutes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I can, because as a runner, I've got the gears for it. But really, it's a way of trying to replicate my own physical naivety and saying that when I'm slowing down, I'm only slowing down to tempo, you know. Yes, yeah, Making yeah. Making those kind of decisions at 23 miles is, is tough. Yeah, we've all... thinking that in Yorkshire, just thinking, I am running as fast as I can. Yeah, we've all... (laughs) We've all... We've all walled it, haven't we? We all know what it is to be in a marathon, and the only thing in your mind is keep running at any pace. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) We've all been in that little bubble of pain and some sort of twisted ecstasy. Yeah. Well, keeping on running is always a victory. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's the great analogy of it. Yeah. And I do think right, mate. this is something I thought the other day that this reminded me of I wanted to talk to you about. Because I have tried to introduce some new exercises in the summer. And I do, yeah. you know, I like my exercises, do my press-ups, planks, etc. But I realised that my, uh, it's all quite old school. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I want to do things and do them well. So I do a lot of quality press-ups and I like to run. <laughs> in a straight line and right. see how far I get in a good time and I realised that a lot of things that I'm sure completely work um, are based on a sense of shortcuts right get it done quick you know yeah like uh, interval training not to improve your running but just for fitness to really kind of feel the burn right or burpees you know things where you pick up a kettlebell and Stand up, get down, do a press up, get up again, jump up and down. Right. These things that a trainer would make you do, they're really good for your fitness. But they're kind of, uh, it's like trying to play a trick on your body. Right. And, and, I, and it works, so I'm not dissing it. Because if that's what you want, if you want to get fit fast, then you need to play some tricks on your body. Yeah. But I think psychologically, morning magpies, it's one, two, three, three for a go. Um, uh, I just I don't think I've got the mindset for that. I don't want to play tricks. I want to go long form and be a old-fashioned, uh, you know, physical expert in the old way. Yeah. You know, it's, it's all very 20th century. It's all very 1950s. <laughs> you know what I mean about yeah. the t- kinds oh, of exercise? Yes, yeah, totally. totally. Sorry, I nearly, nearly tripped over on the thing. Speed bump trouble in the Gillespie yeah. Road Ecology Garden. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, now I've got your full attention. Do you know what I mean about kettlebells and intervals and stuff? In terms of... Modern exercise. Sometimes I go to do an exercise. Like, for example, I was trying to do the other day push-ups on weights. Right, yeah. So you do a push-up, and then you come up, and then you lift up the weight to your shoulder, and then right. you go down, and then you do it on the other side. Right. It was good. It's really difficult, but I just think that there's this kind of sense of trying to do all the exercise you need to do yeah. in as short and as difficult a time as possible. Yeah. And that's not really my mindset. I want yeah, to spend yeah. I'm like that. I'm like that as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying it doesn't work. I'm just saying I'm old-fashioned. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and also, uh, that thing of like trying to really maximise the moment. It's nice to do slow stuff, isn't it, as well? Yeah, that's right. You know, a, sl- a slow press-up's really hard, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. And in my life, you know, before I got into running, I always used to think there was a real genius to walking to where I was going or cycling to work. And yeah. one of the magical things about a run for me, and one of the reasons I think it's good for mental health as opposed to physical health, is to say, no, 
this is what I'm doing now. Yes. I'm going to spend my time running. Yeah. And when I finish, and nothing else is going to happen while I'm running. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then when I finish running, I'll be exactly where I started. Yeah, that's what I like. That's why I like. Uh, that's why. That's sort of really why I don't even like to listen to anything. Yeah. I just like the pure experience itself. Like yesterday, I just ran. I didn't. I didn't have a watch or anything. I just just went for a run. I, I know the distance I'm doing anyway because I've done yeah, it so yeah. many times. So now, and I used to. I think actually, I completely agree. Interesting at the moment with the music thing and writing my book and everything. But really, as you know, it's just they're just different ways of accessing the same thing. Yeah. I, I I'm taking the music to stop myself taking the shopping list, as it were. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, and actually, when I started out, because music came from a different place. Than a phone. Right. And I never used to take a phone. I'd take a little music yeah. player. And I'm, I'm really glad of that. Because I only brought the phone back in later on to measure the distance. Right. And that in turn, because I don't wear a watch. Yeah. And I don't want to know until I want to know. You know. It's a great, it's just a big balancing act, isn't it? Between having good sense and knowing how far you went and yeah. uh, doing your stretching and trying to completely unlock and just get out the door and just go yeah but I was starting to uh, it's funny it's been a very technical kind of running chat one today which is nice actually cause well it's, it's all a bit of kickback after yeah. hitting the track yeah but I was chatting to a, a guy on, at the weekend who he runs like three or four times a week and he was maybe a bit similar to you he said I always used to run at like 80% all my runs were 80% in terms of effort, yeah, just moderately hard, I, you know, just back, just. And he said, "I've just started to vary it now," and he's just really enjoying it more. You know, sometimes he'll go, it'll be, you know, thirty percent. Sometimes he'll mix up or whatever, however yeah, you yeah. want to quantify, just that different pace thing. Yeah, mixing it up. Yeah, it's life, isn't it? It's like yesterday, Liz Gilbert was saying she's really keen on. Self-care and yeah, yeah. She's very lucky. She gets to do, be where she wants to be and do what she wants to do. So she'll be in a lovely house and she'll get up. She reads the paper, but then she stops reading the paper. She does, I don't know, prayers, meditation. Right. And then she was saying, but then you realise, even though all of that is chosen to make you well and make you feel good, it can still become constricting just by being rigid yeah this is what I do every day becomes this is what I have to do every day right and then what you have to do is just do something else yeah just on principle you know? yes yeah 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 just yeah. mix it up yeah it's like the old uh, the old joke about the masochist you know the masochist he liked to get up at four o'clock in the morning and have an icy cold shower yeah so he didn't yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Just weaving up through the back of Highbury and Islington. This is the narrowest alley anywhere, so you really can't go through it if there's someone coming the other way. Yeah, there's it's no like one. the one in Inception where there's no one coming. Leonardo DiCaprio goes into an alley in Mombasa. It's an early clue that possibly even the overarching reality in Inception is still a dream. <laughs> oh yeah, I said it. Chew on that, film fans. Watch any good films? What have I seen recently? Uh, I'm sure I started. I'm sure I started watching one. I had a late nighter and just tucked into one. Let me. Another horror? No. Yes, I have seen some films. I saw a film called 
I saw a great film called The Selfish Giant. Oh, yeah. About, uh, seems like a sort of modern-day Kez. Right. About two northern lads. Oh, yeah, I know. Who's kind of uh, bunking off school and then ended up mixing with this guy who deals in scrap metal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just... I got it off a, uh, a recommendation by Jack Thorne, who's a TV writer who I follow on Twitter. Yeah. And he, do you mind if he just cut across, Rob, and go, it's, it's just because I'm packed up and I'm worried about the... Yeah, sure. Losing it. Talking of films, though, that's uh, Charlie of Four Weddings in the Funeral's House. Nice. Is it raining? I had noticed. And it was, uh, yeah, it's, uh, that's a massive recommendation, The Selfish Giant. It was Selfish really, Giant. Really moving, brilliant. And then I saw a film called Custody. A French... It's about someone who chucks a trifle at someone, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And then they get that's custody. A, that's a slapstick version. <laughs> no, custody's a very taut domestic More of a taut than a trifle. Like yeah. a <laughs> ganache. <laughs> Chuck a ganache. Sorry. But again, a really... That's a tough film to watch, actually. Yeah. But it's a great, it's a great movie. How about you? Anything, anything decent? He went to Zootropolis again yesterday. Right. We've taken, now the kids are a bit older, early on in the week, our film season will take us to, we're kind of nostalgically watching the CGI uh, films that they knew when they were little kids, you know? Right. But of course, they grew up in such an era of quality filmmaking. Yeah. Inspired by, but not um, restricted to Pixar. Right. Zootropolis is Disney, not Pixar. You know, so if you watch... Even sequels, Incredibles, Incredibles 2, Racket Ralph, Ralph Breaks the Internet, yeah. Frozen, Moana, what's Moana last week? Moana is fantastic. It's just a superb film. Yeah. That run of films, Tangled, Frozen and Moana, the things that they say and how they say them, you know, they're physically beautiful. Right. They're classic musicals with heroes and, you know, all the things you ex- that, that most cliche Disney perception would include. Yeah. But they've got good stories, you know, surprises. Right. The social messages are fantastic. Moana is a superb female character. Yeah. And it's so, it passes the Bechdel test, you know, which yeah. no, no films do. <laughs> the what test? The Bechdel test. Which, what test is that? Uh, Bechdel test is, uh, Alison Bechdel is a uh, graphic novelist. Right. And feminist. Yeah. And she said, just look at the film and see if there's anyone in it, any point in it, yeah. where two women talk to each other right. about something that isn't to do with the men in the film. Right, okay, okay. <laughs> and it's kind of, fr- almost fr- frightening isn't really the word, but it's kind of like, kind of like, really? When you look at how many films come out that don't pass this right. test. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then there are so few that you end up, um, the ones that pass are kind of like exceptions that prove the rule, you know, films from, from decades ago that are very much about... You know, not in any way uh, totally unreconstructed films. You know? Right. But anyway, Moana is fantastic. Passes the better test. Um, one of Dwayne Johnson's best roles, and that's saying something. And uh, he's he's absolutely huge, isn't he, Dwayne Johnson? In every way. In, uh, in, but is uh, my kids are going on about how how much money he gets paid for like an Instagram yeah post. He's crazy. Yeah, that's He's right. doing really well for himself. That's right, and he's got yeah. something, you know. He knows, he's one of those people you just do you think we should, Do you think we should talk to him about marketing? Well, we've got him on the show next week. I mean, that was... <laughs> How to boost our Instagram feed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's massive. The rock. Um, 
So that was a good one. And we, we watched, did I tell you, we watched Dead Poets Society last week. I saw you post that. Yeah, I haven't seen that in ages, but what a great movie. Really good. And really makes you miss Robin Williams. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was... Uh, well, obviously, we were all in floods. Yes. It's really, you know... But that's one of the things that's really good about it, is it doesn't shy away from, you know, the, the sadness in the story. Yeah. It's not just a sad story. It's not like you were saying about, you know, some films you really love, but you don't necessarily want to sit down and watch. Yeah. Like, maybe, like, this custody or... Yes, no, no, you're right. Deer Hunter. Yeah. But Dead Poets Society's kind of got both, because it is ultimately an empowering tale. But, they did, but Peter Weir... He's not shy of the, the absolute sad hole in the heart of the thing. It's, ju- it's just the right side, isn't it, of, of, of Robin Williams, that kind of faintly sort of gooey side of him. Yeah, that's right. On, uh, it's, 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 it's got enough of can his go silliness. To, it can go too far, can't it? Yeah, it could be too schmaltzy and too wacky. Yeah. And it's perfect. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Man. But, and I think at the time we didn't trust it because he turned out some films that missed that mark. Did he get an Oscar for the poets? No, <laughs> did he? No, I don't right. think so. I could be wrong, though. I can be wrong. Can In you? fact, it, it's... Uh, what? I know, I know. It comes as a big surprise. Hey, no one's more surprised than me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to listen back to last week and realise that early on, very early on as well, which confuses the issue. In last week's podcast, we were talking about the lockdown and the coronavirus. And I said, there won't be a vaccine. Right. And I meant... There won't be a cure, which is a very different thing. Right. And, sp- and also, I actually technically, if we're going to be specific, and I'm going to rephrase, yeah. I meant there is unlikely to be a cure. Yes. Because yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a virus, right? Yes. Yeah, anyway, yeah. I said it wrong, so that's all on me. I apologise. I'll take it back. And a few people, a couple of people got in touch to put me straight. Yeah. Although, the people who got in touch <laughs> both seem to have taken from this that I am... One Anti- of the leading lights of the anti-vax movement, which is, <laughs> yes. that's possibly going a step too yeah, far, yeah, that because that is a preposterous I had a opinion. real, uh, I'm, I'm parked up sort of near Tetos. Okay, let's go so, straight so up here. Get, if, we, if we run to the corner of Clissold and make our goodbyes there, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I'll take you there. Let's go up Pelton Road anyway, which is lovely. Yeah. Yeah, I had a bit of a... Bit of an epiphany last night when I was in a. Was that is that a, is that like a white? Is like a Moselle? It's kind of a, it's surprisingly okay. <laughs> Palatable actually. Yeah. It's kind of. I mean, it wasn't a French epiphany. It was an Australian epiphany. For mouthwash, it was perfectly acceptable. Incredible! You're so yeah. kind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The wine growers of the world. Like, thank you. I just thought I glimpsed a future where everything that's happened. Yeah. Instead of. What it's done at stages thus far, which is to divide us further, might be able to unite us a little bit if we view each other with a bit more gentleness. Yeah. You know, the people who want to wear masks, the people who don't, the people who will be first in the queue for vaccine, the people who aren't, the people who... Do you know, just... Yeah. Just... Well, I think... It's deeper than just that kind of, oh, let's just be kind, because that invariably... That very rarely leads to it. It's just no. that sort of... It's a bit, bit of a fine line between be kind and cheer up, mate, might never happen. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, but you, I don't want to get into that, but it's a kind of fundamental... I think... A gentleness to, with which we view each other, you know? I have to say, and I don't, I'm not... I think it's a very reasonable hope. I think it's important to remember that this lack of nuance and binary discussion of modern society, you know, it's a thing, but it is... It lives on the internet. Yes, you know? absolutely. And when you see people in real life... Yes. I mean, I have found in recent weeks 
the outside world is friendlier and more convivial yes. than I can ever remember. Yes. You know, the, the, the number of... I always enjoy a nice moment of communion with a stranger yes, on yes, a run or whatever. Yes, the same here. Same here. And, uh, and, you know, it's not like they, they don't happen. Yeah. But the rate at which they happen has gone up exponentially in the lockdown. You wonder... Yeah, I mean... And sometimes it seems to be directly related that when the, the internet and the newspapers and the TV go really sour... Yeah. That people walk out of the house and they're ready to tell the world yeah, yeah, that yeah, actually yeah. That's not my they real- love them. That's not my reality. And, and yeah. that has been my experience here in London. And I think sometimes it's worth noticing it. Not because London's good or bad, but because in 2020, a lot of our listeners will have just seen less people yes. in the last few months. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we can report from the front line. People are on good form. They're doing okay. Yeah. yeah. And it's uh, and it is that sort of. Sorry. All right. It is that thing of <laughs> of just accepting. There's going to be a lot of diff- there's going to be a lot of different opinions around everything. Yeah. You know. And, and 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 everyone wants to live, and wants the best society. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's uh, a comedy has come to the forefront of this discussion, which is interesting. A few gigs getting up again. People talking about whether comedy is art. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah All yeah. this stuff. Yeah. I think that <laughs> it's a funny one. I find it amazing. I think this is a. We can watch it from our community, but see something that you see quite a lot on the internet. In microcosm is it's a fine line between saying this is what I believe in from an ethical and social perspective and saying this is something we should fix so I can get paid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, sometimes those two, they're different conversations. Yes. But of course in comedy they're very much connected. Yeah, the... Uh, I've always thought it's arts and crafts. There's the art to it and the craft tends to be in the performance, but... Charles Rennie Macintosh was an incredible stand-up. Yeah. Set. Oh, yeah, have you seen my chairs? <laughs> <laughs> but these, uh, yeah, I think I think comedy suffers a little bit because it's been self-sustaining, hasn't it? Yeah, it's been the one thing it hasn't needed arts funding. Yeah, because like, they right. either work or they don't. And when they work, people come and pay, and when they don't, it doesn't happen. That's right. And it's uh, also there is a. Uh, there's some uh, classism at work. Yes, yeah, you yeah. Know, which works in both directions, snobbery and inverse snobbery. Put simply, oh, comedy. We're running by the side of the road. It's quite exciting, isn't it? Yeah, go go fast, go. go fast. Here we go. <laughs> I thought we crossing the road. I thought we were crossing the road. I said go fast and okay. he went fast. I'm like, not you, mate. I'm trying to overtake you. Watch out! What were you saying? This uh, Chuck is coming towards the side of the road. You were saying about class. Yeah, I just think that, like, people say, well, we can't give arts funding to the comedy because it's not really a proper art. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And uh, meanwhile, people in the comedy are saying, well, good, because you don't want it. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? It's, that is that's a, my little uh, there's a bit of political cartoon yeah, about yeah. snobbish and inverse snobbery. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Because yeah. it's a working class art form. Yeah, yeah. And in fact, it works quite hard to maintain that, even despite the fact that, of course, it isn't. <laughs> yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. If you're a comedian for a job, chances are, from a point of view, you're middle class, you know. And yet... You would think from listening to them that no one in comedy had ever 
Hat hummus. Yes. <laughs> Not one of us. Yeah. I, for one, survive on the stuff. Yes. Yeah, there's a lot of... <laughs> That's one of the great things about stand-up, isn't it? Is the, the mixed... The mixed well of which it springs, isn't it? The different yeah. types of characters you get in yeah, it. Yeah. And in, in the way it kind of really healthily cartoonizes that, you know? Yeah. That's yeah. why your top stand-ups are... Um, stand-ups, I said. Yes, yeah. Are uh, John Bishop and Michael McIntyre, you know? Yeah. So he can go... <laughs> and he can go... Hey, 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 hey. Oh, I made John Bishop like a Scottish there. That went wrong. You know what it's like? John Bishop. John Bishop. Look, I'd like to thank John Bishop specifically for... Because I supported him at the Rose in Kingston. And that was the first time in a while I played... Uh, Theatre, full to the rafters. Yes, with yeah, 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 yeah. And at that point, I was really grateful for that anyway. And now, from here... Yeah, it looks even better. Yeah, when's that going to happen again? Yeah. So, thank you, John. Um, Do you think the... This is a, bound to be a, quite a quick chat, just because we're nearing the end. Do you think mandatory masks will bring more people to the shops or mean that people just don't go to the shops? What do you reckon? Well, I think the fundamental thing is... I think the conversation goes deeper. Yeah. I think if the government had said when medically it was appropriate, when I started always wearing a mask in the shop, and let's be honest, this is how opinions work, you know, what I think must be right. But, you yeah. know, yeah. in the lockdown, when I went to the shop, yeah. I started wearing a mask. And if they said that's a good idea then, and everyone yeah, yeah. did it, yeah. it wouldn't even be a conversation now. No. We say, oh, well, we're going to go shopping. I'm not really going to enjoy it because I have to wear a mask, but I have to wear a mask. Yeah. Everyone knows that now. Yeah. You know, so I think I would take the... I'm not going to take a side in the discussion yeah. because the very fact that there is a discussion is a product of lazy, weak government. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we, we get to a point now where people can say, oh, I don't know, should we, should we? I mean, what the hell is we're going to wear masks from next week? What's yeah. that week uh, for? It's crazy, I know, I know. That's that, insane. I mean, yeah, that's where are we going, by the way? Uh, so well, I'm parked, I'm just parked. Run, run to your vehicle. Okay. Um. <laughs> Here we go. I bet you wish you were in there oh, having some tattoos. kind of gold burger. Yeah. <laughs> he misses his tattoos. <laughs> They do white wine in there as well, you know. Tattoos, so class. Talking about class, classlessness. See, I'm part of it. But like you say, these are the things that can really set people off. Yeah, yeah, totally. They, <laughs> they absolutely can. And I think that clear guidance, strong leadership, and again, this comes from my politics. You know, I'm a yeah, 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 more yeah. of a socialist than. The, the government is now, but if strong leadership just precludes these conversations, you wouldn't need to have it. There's no one having this row in New even Zealand. That, even now, they're really confused. I mean, they're just yeah. co they're so confused, aren't well, they? Well, they, they, they're commitment phobic. They don't want to take a stand and in case they appear to be wrong. And then, if they do appear to be wrong, they'll just change. Yeah, and it's and, just and, too and, loose. and they're trying to. The, the the, the, the problem is they try. They they, they want to be popular, so they don't. They want to. They don't want to do anything that annoys the public too much. But the the public is split. So listen, that was really good fun. We chatted a lot about running. Yeah, which is but nice. it is a running podcast. Yeah, we're, we're, every we're now and again we will touch so. base with yeah. the whole running thing. I don't want to touch your base. <laughs> <laughs> Cheap. And uh, 
Yeah, keep the photos coming. People sending us great photos are the wonderful yeah, place. Yeah, and uh, we were thanking you again the other day. The the the, the ACAS supporter thing has just been wonderful. Yeah, that's really so nice. lovely about that. And that's also, really thanks. Nice. It's, Thank it's, it's I don't want to hijack the podcast, but um, it's been really nice of everyone supporting my uh, fans of the podcast. Coming, I'm now supporting my book for the second time. Great. Well, <laughs> yeah, 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 well yeah. I'm trying to get people from the wider world to support it for the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, so, that's great. Uh, um, you know, and I hope I really hope I can give. I've really genuinely. I, I might literally be finishing my book, the first draft of my book today. Brilliant. So, and I've loved writing it. So I really hope that it is a thing and that people enjoy it as much as. I'm sure know. they will. I'm sure they will. When 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 are we looking for a possible uh, release? 2028. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, not not yet, but soon I hope. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, Christmas. But, but I really you like. You want it out for Christmas, wouldn't you? At least that would be nice. Yeah, that's what you want to aim for. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Yeah. But I love the. You know, in terms of what we're saying, I think that it, from a running commentary point of view, I want to see my book next to yours on the shelf, and I really think that it'll Absolutely. be an, no, another angle on that old conversation. The way that we are different, but we are the same. Yeah, yeah. No, no, that sounds great. That'd be fantastic. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.